Welcome to another episode of Demystifying Gay Porn. I am your host, Ike Grande. And if you've watched porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. And so has my next guest, uh, Ryan Powers. Uh, Ryan Powers is a um, sex worker and porn star who's been in the industry for how long now? Um, I want to say three or four years. Three or four years. Okay, so you're relatively a newbie, right? Yeah, kind of fresh. But you've worked with a lot of people. Yes, I get really busy very quickly. Okay, cool. So um, when did you, uh, what did you do first? Did you start in um, sex work or did you start in porn? I started in sex work first. I did it for, I want to say almost a year before I did porn. So then what was your introduction to sex work? Um, I was dating somebody who did sex work and they kind of introduced it to me because I was kind of hard up on cash. Uh, I just moved to Atlanta, which... It was kind of like an, um, it kind of just like put me in other directions to other cities and mm -hmm. other opportunities and stuff. And that's pretty much how I got started. For people who would be listening and don't know, define sex work. Um, sex work is usually like um, everything under the umbrella of working for sex as far as like escorting. Um, I would say like stripping gigs like go-go mm -hmm. gigs like it um i would even include porn in that too was it a natural transition for you from sex work into porn yeah i'd say so um i you mean do them both at the same time um doing porn definitely was very helpful for my sex work mm -hmm. because um it showed more of like what i was into and i had to answer less questions about mm -hmm. like i mean that so far um i also got like a a different type of clientele that hires me now mm -hmm. yeah tell me about um your introduction into uh gay porn um after sex work what what happened you went to a studio or how did you apply what what studio was your first all that fun stuff um i think natural born breeders was my first one um which was like also my first time trying Trimax, which was, oh. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did a bunch for Guy Bun when I first went to San Francisco, like I think probably three or four scenes okay. while I was there visiting. And I'd say that's like my first, like when I really started enjoying it, I was working for them. What was your um, best studio experience so far in the time that you've been? Oh, that's so hard to say. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I've, you've seen some shit. Yeah. Uh, you've worked with a lot of different studios, a lot of different personalities, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I, well, I actually really do, like, kind of um, enjoy when I am in gang scenes or, like, any kind of group scenes, just because okay. I like options i guess <laughs> <laughs> like i have add roam. i have yeah. to like you know go and move on go and move on go and yeah. move on yeah okay so um who has been your favorite studio to work with in the past uh four years right four past, years four yeah four years um oh god that's so hard um Probably Champ Robinson. Champ Robinson. I'm working for him today. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's not here to hear that. But yeah, make sure he gets that. Message. Maybe she'll hear it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about um, best or I'm sorry, 
what what kind of studio and i just want to preface this uh when i ask these questions they're they're not meant to be shady or anything uh if studios do listen when they do it's more constructive criticism i've had people that are models that have worked with studios and didn't have the best experience maybe they were just having an off day or all that and yeah so what has been a studio that you worked with that you were like okay well this could have been done better or probably the first one i mentioned my first my first experience wasn't like super great it was like um no it was a condom porn actually okay and like doing trimix i just wasn't like Mm. into it and i don't know i think um more importantly first and foremost that chemistry with the other actor Mm -hmm. or whatever is most important because i mean you can't do anything without a good chemistry Mm -hmm. um I really like it when uh, a studio gives like more control to me of like, oh, we'll just let you guys go at it, okay. or we'll let you guys pick up, or give like some kind of like, here's where we're gonna go, and not stop and start, not stop and start, not mm-hmm. stop and start, because that gets really annoying. Yeah, and it kind of fucks up the flow. You got you got everything going, and then yeah okay, we got to take pictures or, okay, we got to do this or, okay, we got to do that. You know? Yeah, it's exactly that. It's like, okay, well you fucked so far for this position for two and a half minutes. Like, let's Mm -hmm. get you like over here now, over here now, but then take complete like, you know, longer breaks than Mm -hmm. it took to shoot it. Partner wise, uh, who's been one of your favorite tops in the industry to work with? My favorite tops, probably Jack Dixon. We've only worked two. Well, he's really only talked to me once, but it was great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about a uh, bad experience with the top? A or bad experience? Your least favorite top? I don't remember just, their names. That's a good way to talk. Yeah. <laughs> but it was somebody who yeah. did not do porn. And, okay. Um, they kept like looking up at the person filming and asking questions during the scene. Huh. Like the whole time. Okay. And then just kind of wiggled on top of me for a little bit. And I uh, didn't know how to react to it. Okay. <laughs> I can see how that experience Yeah, sucks. yeah. <laughs> what about uh, bottom? Because you're verse. You're like a true verse. You've done, you're a top and you're a bottom and you do them both well. I do. I've more lately, I've been way more of a top though. Okay. Yeah. What, um, so in that case, who's been your favorite bottom? in your time in the industry so far my favorite I know there's a lot but you know if there's you can think there's so like, many like literally everybody's head, like, a yeah. bottom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can think like off the top of your head of one person that you're like wow man that was a great scene um uh, I've actually worked mostly with Cody Winters and I oh, like actually yeah. working with him a lot yeah he usually ends up getting DP'd which is like one of my favorite things to do okay yeah yeah <laughs> um, least favorite experience with a bottom on set? Um, uh, that can be any number. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd say it's like almost worse, like when a bottom um, isn't relaxed enough mm-hmm. and you can't manage to get inside of them. Mm-hmm. Or I think that's worse than like having a mess happen. You're right, because then you kind of lose your boner. and You lose your boner, and it's painful. Like, yeah. <laughs> trying to jam something on somebody. It's just like, just breathe. Like, take a deep <laughs> breath, relax. Do your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be a good boy. Yeah. Be a good bottom. What, um, <laughs> you're on Just for Fans or OnlyFans? Or? I'm on both. Okay. Um, 
I haven't been posting a lot on OnlyFans because it's been kind of glitchy lately. Hmm. Um, I have a mini vids as well, but every time I've tried to upload it, it doesn't happen. It hmm. doesn't work. Um, so yeah, mostly just for fans. Okay. What is it like now being a performer, but also a producer because you produce your own stuff? It's a lot nicer. Um, being in control of like, you know, um, getting to work whenever you want mm. and like, I, I mean, I like being filmed when I have sex. Like most of the sex I have was filmed or some kind of transaction. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, uh, it's really nice, like, um, having some creative control as well of, like, knowing exactly what you want shot and shooting mm-hmm. it that way if you're able to accomplish it. Um, I've been shooting with my iPad and my phone at the same time, and that's been a lot of fun, mm-hmm. having a bigger screen to yeah, watch yourself yeah. on. Yeah. You grew up where? Um, I'm from Chattanooga. Really? Yeah. Okay. What was it like growing up there and... Uh Kind of shit. Yeah. Um, it's not fun. Uh, <laughs> were you were you out young? Were you? Um, I I was out. Um, I came out as bi. I mean, everybody does. Yeah, uh, I know. At I like know. sixteen, um, I came out as gay at eighteen. But I didn't have any problems with like students in school or anything like that. It was always like teachers or mm-hmm. like other parents that were kind of awful or whatever. But um, yeah, I moved to Atlanta. Uh, for three years before I moved to New York, so like five years ago, mm-hmm. that was kind of nice. I've been a little bit all over the place, mm-hmm. honestly. What's been your favorite place? New York. New York? Yeah, New York, hands down. I'm uh, When I'm gone from it, I always look forward to going back. Yeah? Yeah. feel the same way. Yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with New York. There's oh. like little, very little I hate about it, but I'm still very new. Yeah. It's been less than two years. So yeah. I'm like, I still like being on the train, yeah. even though that's always awful. Yeah. It can, <laughs> there are certain times where you get on that subway and you're just like, you it's almost always crowded when I get on yeah. it or it's not running frequently or mm. it's like, well, I'm just going on the stairs and I just missed it. So I have to wait 10 or 15 minutes. What's been, what was your, uh, introduction, um, maybe in like adolescence or stuff to like porn and what kind of, uh, probably just being on the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Google searches, mm. trying to find some like um, discreet ways yeah. to type things in to like not raise any red flags. <laughs> what on was, the I'm curious, or, what kind of, what was, do you remember your first Google search? I don't remember any of them. Nope. I've watched so much porn, it's like, and I have like no memory of <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, what interests? What interests did you start with? You remember that? And did they evolve? My cause... interest probably started definitely watching threesomes. Okay. Um, I lost my virginity in a threesome. Wow. So, I mean, yeah. You weren't kidding. Huh? I yeah, <laughs> I went all out. Um, <laughs> um, I really liked watching group sex. Um, I like watching blowjob videos right now. Um, 
but more often than not, like I really like searching up double penetration. Okay. I probably watch more straight porn than I do gay porn. Me too. I'm yeah. right there with you. <laughs> why do the same people I know? <laughs> well, wait, why, why do you, why do you think that is? Because I know like, um, and I've said it on the podcast, honestly, before, I think it's because a lot like that. I find straight porn is usually in better quality. Yes. I, I kind of, well, the guys are so different from the time that the guys are completely like, aren't different. They hot? And it's like, yeah. it's not even that, a lot of them are even more attractive or it's like, um, cause a lot of them have completely shaved bodies. Which yeah. I'm not, I mean, it's not that I'm not into it, but it's not something they usually go yeah. for in a guy, but I don't know. It's just different. Like they, I mean, they have sex differently. They do. I actually, I get a lot of my, um, ideas from straight say my inspiration I'm like let's get this angle and let's yeah see how this is going there on. are times where i'm like these guys did it and i'm pretty sure no gay people have watched it so i'm gonna right. kind of do something similar right yeah so <laughs> uh the reason why i ask why straight porn is when i was growing up my father had you know vhs's in his top drawer and they were not gay right. porn so i would watch straight porn and i would get off the straight porn right. up until i was probably 18 or 19 and that's when i started uh seeing well, I, I think at first it was like magazines, like HX and stuff. You remember in the back when they would have like all that, like the classifieds, and I'd be like, "Wow, this guy's got a boner," you know? And I'd be like, Ugh. "But no, uh, I wasn't there for that." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like next night, you've like the Village Voice. Remember? No, no, you God, Village Voice didn't go out of business while before you were in New York, right? I'm talking about like the classified ads in the back, like because the Village Voice was like a reputable thing, and then all of a sudden in the back it was like dirty as fuck and i don't think i've ever whoever. just like i don't think i've ever like looked at them yeah yeah like, that well you know it was i, slim I know pickings. what they are but I, yeah <laughs> yeah it was slim pickings for me at i remember time. craigslist <laughs> i remember there were there were um gifs that i saw and i'm talking like 99 because I'm, I'm i just turned 39 so um this was <laughs> you know this was like right at the beginning of the internet and shit yeah so um it was it was very interesting and one of the first studios i found was bellamy uh, and I, I don't have a thing for twinks, but it's funny because they were I, I saw them and I was like, oh, wow, this is really hot. But I think it was just because I was watching two guys having sex. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same. Um, when I used to get DVDs, like, you know, when yeah. you had to get DVDs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it would always be twink porn. They were always on sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> get Twink Panther or something. <laughs> twink Panther. What I think that was like one of them. I had a lesbian roommate that actually had a bunch of like gay porn on dvd and it was always like twink priests that's like interesting because that's not the first time i've come across that but i've heard uh i have a friend who's uh lesbian and she's like i fucking love gay porn and i'm like really she's like yeah because yeah, they're so into it and i really like seeing a guy get fucked in the ass and i'm like huh i was like where does that come from like it's so it's so like it's, it's yeah it's really interesting it's like how I don't know. It's like how we watched straight porn. I guess. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Well, that's right. I don't know, it's really. I think it's kind of like um, uh, sometimes, like when porn you watch is really different than your real life situations, or at least you try mm. to have to make a little bit of a fantasy or mm. some kind of dialogue. Uh, any fetishes that you have that um, that you want to share? <laughs> Everybody, I've I've been asking this more and more recently because. It seems everybody has like a little bit of a fetish here and there, so it's always interesting. Um, I can't think of any. I don't know, like like feet fetish. You like fetishes are always so kind of like so broad. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> what get when you are thinking when I want to get off yeah. from myself? Mm-hmm. Um, what I like to do, I really just enjoy sucking dick and jacking off until I come. Okay. Yeah, like honestly, that's mostly if you find me something doing off the clock, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be that. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just really like sucking dick. Uh, um, I like smells sometimes, like. I mean, I guess that's a that's a fetish. Mm. Um, How about guys? What kind of guys do you like? I like all kinds yeah. of guys. Um, I mean, I think it mostly depends on a chemistry and sort of like a confidence and mm-hmm. an approach. Like, I feel like I have to be approached a white way, but I can't say how that is. Mm. It's just, it just when it it's happens, different it happens. every time. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. you have to catch me in the right mood mm. and like know what mood I'm in. what do you um oh so i saw online that you are an advocate for sex workers yeah i try yeah i tried to even i mean like look into it and know what i'm talking about for me right who has been in the porn industry for a good amount of time um known escorts and stuff what uh, these new laws that or these they're trying to decriminalize like foster sesta laws like what well, FOSTA SESTA laws. Um, FOSTA oh. SESTA laws passed um, t- almost two years ago, I want to say. They were, it's why Craigslist shut down, it's why okay. Backpage shut down, it's why Tumblr porn, and it's why a lot of websites are cracking down, like Instagram is kind of getting more strict. And shit's going to happen to Twitter soon, probably, but it's like um, targeting all forms of sex work and then kind of. Equivalating it to sex trafficking. Okay. Um, so it's like any kind of form of sex work, they're going to see it as sex trafficking and they're going to try to police words online to try to find out mm. what those are. And it basically would hold the platform responsible and not the publisher. Say, like, if I were to get murdered on somebody from Craigslist or something, Craigslist would be responsible. Mm. For me getting murdered and my family would be able to sue or something like that. Or they would be held responsible. Um, So it's just like a bunch of websites trying to cover their ass and like try to get things done that way. But I mean, it's actually put a lot more sex workers in danger, specifically like female and trans like sex workers. Um, I think lately they just had the walking while trans yeah. in New York that happened where they're not going to arrest trans women for like having condoms on their person or like trying to accuse them of being prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it really difficult. It's making it harder for actually victims of sex trafficking to get helped or like the help that they need because it's going more underground hmm. and you can't do anything about it. I mean, there's been movement, uh, positive movement for this, right? Cause I think, um, I saw one of your retweets, uh, for Kamala Harris. Uh, oh, don't to... listen to Kamala Harris. Yeah. She's full of shit. What happened? What? <laughs> yeah, well, what, what was that? What was? Okay, so she's a trap. Okay, so she's um, <laughs> she's supporting the Nordic model of decriminalization, which is where it would basically you would be able to be a sex worker, but you wouldn't be able to hire one. So it would still be illegal for you to be like a John or client, whatever you want to say it. 
Um, but it would also like, I mean, they just did it in Ireland and it's making it where they're arresting people that are either living together that are sex workers or working together or helping each other screen clients. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing that as like, oh, you're running a brothel hmm. or you're doing this, this or that. So it's basically kind of like a way to surface up sex workers to try to find a way to, to target them. And yeah, I don't, I don't trust her. Okay. She, um, actually, I think, um, turned down a bill in California that would have made it legal for sex, like decriminalized for sex workers in San Francisco. And she turned it down. So that out of all the candidates that are out there now, there's two other candidates that are supporting decriminalization of sex work, which are Cory Booker and Tulsi Gabbard. Mm -hmm. Um, I really kind of secretly want to support Elizabeth Warren, but she does have a bill that's going to prevent sex works from banking, mm-hmm. which is kind of, uh, she's, I'm guessing, kind of equivalent to sex work and human trafficking, because it's like human traffickers, they can't use banking or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're trying to, you know, I guess, break down and crack down on that. And I heard that she changed her mind from a few people, but I've yet to read anything on it. I think uh, Bill de Blasio, which, who the fuck cares about him, um, is the <laughs> only one who says that we should fully decriminalize sex work. He's, like, pulling at nothing, unfortunately. He is pulling <laughs> at nothing. Um, people are taking him seriously sometimes, and it's like, I can't. What's really great is, like, paying a I don't know what her stance is on sex work, but I have to take a side note and talk about how funny Marianne is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that woman. There's, She's so great. Yeah. And I think, like, ironic gay Twitter is going to get her elected. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Time. I liked, what, she's, I liked yeah. what she said. Like, I mean, pay attention to, like, I mean, there's a health yeah. issue. But, I mean, we're being poisoned by... Um, pesticides and yeah. GMOs and all that other stuff. But anyway, it's, she's not important. Let's yeah. not give her any more attention. Um, just don't go for Joe Biden. He's full of shit too. He's full of shit too. Yeah. So, but wait, if if that's the case, then what? How are we gonna go? Where are we gonna go? I, I don't know. I, I was really wanting to go for Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, she does have a history of not liking gay people, which is like, I mean, she said that her um, being in the Senate has reflected otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, being in the army too, she said she being in the army. Yeah, yeah she's given great examples, and I like a lot of what she says. I do too, and but I don't think that other people are going to go for her. I like her. I like um, Buttigieg. I like anybody. For me, honestly, if you're going to run for president, be commander in chief. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you should serve in the military. I yeah, think that, that's that great. should be a prerequisite. The only thing I don't like about Buttigieg is so far that I've not heard any actual plans from him. Yeah. Well, he kind of like, you know, kind of like puts an opinion in, but as far as like coming up with like a concept of like, like a, yeah. an initiative, I heard he also got like a haircut or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Beto O'Rourke where he sat in that, that chair and he looked like a kid. Oh they, yeah, they did that interview with him. He definitely didn't make it, did he? He was no, a no, zero. he's done. I think. I think yeah, he's done. yeah. Oh god, there was like three that dropped out before too. Gillibrand dropped out, and a whole bunch of other people. Gillibrand yeah, dropped she out. She dropped out right before they announced who was going to make it, so that it wouldn't be like, oh, oh you know, she. Didn't I make almost it. remembered who she was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a lot of, I think, pork. I want to hear more about the issues, especially since more people are dropping out, mm-hmm. and there's. 
they will have more than like a minute yeah. left to talk. Uh, this is part of what the podcast is about is we're not just I mean, know, people totally, that work in porn. It totally includes it. I mean, um, uh, sex has so much to do with yeah. politics. I mean, I could tell you horror stories about like my dealings with even like my HIV medications mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that's like also like another reason, like I want to pay attention. Like who's going to like care about like those issues mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you live in New York and you have um, access to a lot of healthcare um, uh, um, and expanded Medicaid for people who have HIV and who like Truvada and whatnot. And it's like really hard in other places like in Georgia and Tennessee, like places, other places that I've lived mm-hmm. To get care that you need, and to um, it's basically like you have to have somebody trying to work you on your side and like kind of sneak you in the system mm-hmm. to get you taken care of. And I don't know, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's a huge issue with me as well as like okay. healthcare. See? Listeners, you learn something new every day. Look at how he's. You are absolutely on it when it comes to politics and caring about issues that really do concern. Yeah, uh, I mean, they've affected me yeah. directly. Um, like I got, I went aid status. I they pulled me off my right. insurance, my medication, because I lived across the street from where I was supposed to. What is when when that when you say aid status? What does that mean? Like, can you? They pulled. So when you get pulled off your um, HIV medication, mm-hmm. uh, the virus will circulate faster, and will make you sicker faster. Um, I was off of it I, uh, for probably a couple months and I got really, really sick. And then, uh, I'm much better now, mm-hmm. obviously, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it was like a bunch of like trying to figure out cause I was also really young and I didn't know how to figure these things out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, they're like, you have to go to a doctor that's two hours away. And I'm like, I'm in college. I have a full-time job with overtime. Like, how am I supposed to make this work without mm-hmm. insurance? Like, I don't know how to do it. So, yeah, it's just like a bunch of like, I mean, it's improved improved so much in the past at least five years, mm-hmm. especially with like Truvada prep and everything. And like people understanding that yeah, undetectable is, is yeah. transmittable. And like, I mean, but there still needs to be a lot of dialogue about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's not enough discussion because there's a lot of people that still have like a stigma to it. And there's like even, I mean, heard stories of like hospitals, even in New York. Yes. Kind of, you know, shitty shitty situations. Keep putting you in shitty situations and it's not great. Hmm. What, uh, do you have anything coming up that you want to promote? I know that you're selling, uh, natural enhancers, right? My tinctures. Yeah. yeah. I've been working on those for a while. I actually have some that are been sitting for like two or three times the amount. So these are really strong when they happen. Um, yeah, I do. I make tinctures with, um, mostly it's mostly horny goat weed, um, ashwagandha, nettles, tribulus. I usually flavor it up with something because mm-hmm. it's made with a really strong alcohol. I use a 130 proof rum with it. So to cut that, Sounds I usually, delicious. yeah, it's, it's got a kick to it, but you only need like a, it's in a dropper. So it goes under your tongue. It's like, um, I put ginger and cinnamon in it with you, most of them now, okay. which also actually helps with like your load sizes. Oh, coincidentally, huh. I was like, I put it in there originally for flavor and I'm like, Oh, this actually like really helps. So that's kind of like what I've been sticking to. Cause I did, was doing them with like, uh, I did one with roses. Mm-hmm. I did one with, um, Clementine peels. Um, I, uh, I did one with weed at one point, 
which didn't really taste like <laughs> but i mean that's fine so um you're selling them too i do sell them okay. yeah um, where, how if i wanted to look for them and i don't know how to get them where would i go <laughs> so far i've just been doing them on twitter because okay. i don't make a lot at once mm-hmm. and they go really quickly when they post about them um because it's like it's a really long process of making them. Mm-hmm. I do need to. I think I need to like up my game and like because I did buy a label printer to like. Yeah, I should need to like put the label in there, put what's in it, and like instructions. I want to do a better job before I actually like do like a whole website. I think you can store. have. Yeah, you can have something <laughs> on there. I mean, that's that's amazing. I would love. You have it with you today. I actually do have my. Yeah, I totally want to take a drop. Yeah, absolutely. I totally want to do a good job. Like, I'm gonna while you're shooting, I'm gonna go uh, do a little quick workout and watch me come back and be like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all stuff. It, it all stuff is to um, like boost testosterone, like okay. the plants that I research. But uh, horny goat weed actually is like in a lot of those pills mm-hmm. that are taken to like increase your load size and stuff. And it's um, helped me actually become a shooter, not a dribbler for most part. Uh, okay. Um, I come often though, so like. Mm. It's. I feel that um, you know when you get off like four or five times and nothing comes out anymore. I in a day. Yeah. In oh, a day. I don't know if I've done that. that I do many. it all the time. I do it like every other. Good day. for you. I yeah, but the like, most I've like done the, is three. I think <laughs> the fourth or fifth time stuff still comes out, so that excites me. So I'm like, okay, I'm not having like dry orgasms. Yeah. It's like that's great. But I mean, drink water with it, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Ryan Powers, thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing your experience and sharing uh, information about sex work um, and stuff that really does matter um, yeah. to people that, you know, probably, I don't know, you never know. But I just think, you know, uh, the more aware you are of, of stuff that really does affect you, and it does. Uh, uh, yeah, better, it really does affect you, even on a local level. Yeah, the like, better and more Pay informed. attention. Yeah. Votes happen every year. Yeah. Yeah. all right well we're gonna let you get onto your shoot um guys thank you so much if you like this interview and you like everything uh please subscribe the mystifying gay porn is a podcast it's on buzzsprout uh it's on youtube if you want to watch and also on spotify so click subscribe and yeah enjoy it um my name is ik grande i'm your host and uh what's this now Oh, you're, oh, you're wrapping me up. Okay. So, my, I get grande. Uh, I've been your host, uh, for this podcast, the Mystifying Gay Porn. Thank you so much to Ryan Powers, my guest today. And remember, no problem. If you've watched gay porn, uh, in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. Cheers. (laughs) 